Welcome to Fearless 5, a podcast about living a fearless life and in small doses, as in a fearless five minutes a weekday. I'm your host, Heather Larson. I'm here to cheerlead you on into a life of fearlessness. Fearless 5 will give you a daily and weekday only audio blast of mini coaching sessions. The podcast goes up Monday through Friday and can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and new for 2020, we're on Overcast now. You can read the show notes at destinyarchitecture.com. All right, Fearless Five, Season 2, Episode 9. Last time on Episode 8, we were talking about, you know, things we've learned from the coronavirus pandemic. We learned people make fun of things they don't understand. They deny facts in order to enjoy a false sense of control, which I think bears repeating. So I did. So now we're on Episode 9 of Season 2. And I'm aiming to be more timely with these things. And like just a couple observations before we get into the subject matter of episode number nine. Um, I think I've been hung up on just trying to catch up with the podcast and post the show notes. And like it just finally dawned on me. Nobody probably cares about the show notes. (laughs) Like whoever you are that's listening to the podcast, thanks for listening. Um, If you love the show notes, just let me know. Um, I know people are reading show notes and I know people are listening to the podcast. I have no idea... If, if it's the same people who are enjoying both. So that's like one of those things that I'd love to know. So if you're listening, thank you. Um, and if the, you're counting on the show notes, <laughs> the weekend is coming. I can catch up. Um, still stuffy from allergies. Uh, you know, the Midwest. It's April. You know, today we're going to have thunderstorms and snow. Like in the next 24 hours, I mean, like not right now, but it's, you know, where else in the world can you live where you're suffering from allergies, having a thunderstorm and a snowstorm all at the same time? Um, So that's what I'm going through here. And um, I had one more observation that I wanted to share, Um, aside from realizing that I've been like stalling because I'm hung up on the show notes and also I've been really tired as an essential worker. This is exhausting. So uh, aiming to be more regular with the podcast and I'm not more regular by putting this thing out, um, yet I'm just, I'm just putting it out, um, more often, just not regular. So I'm working on that. So today, episode nine, you've finally been given the gift of time, right? I think that's what everybody's saying. It's, it's some kind of Mandela effect or something. I don't know. But whether you want it or not, you've got all this time now, right? Like, how are you going to use your time? And first of all, when I say we've finally been given the gift of time, I try not to use the word finally unless it's absolutely necessary because it's, it's a guilt word. It's commonly weighted with shame and guilt when we use the word finally, like, oh, you finally did this or finally this happened. So in this sense, I just want to be clear. I'm using the word finally in the sense of, hey, suddenly and after quite a long time, we are finding ourselves with a bunch of extra time or free time whatever, however you want to define time. And a lot of my, my friends and coworkers and I have talked about this lately. There is no time anymore. Um, there's no days. There's no, <laughs> there's no weekends. Every day is the same. And yet it feels like a year passes every day. So what's this extra time that we have now? What is this free time that we quote unquote, finally have, maybe because we lost a job or had hours cut back, or if you're an essential worker, 
like myself, you just have a lot of time um, isolated at home outside of your working hours because you can't or you won't or you, you don't want to go out. You're, you're heeding the scientifically backed guidelines, hopefully, that say don't gather so you have more free time or extra time to do what exactly? And we have so much time um, here where I live in the state of Kansas because uh, our stay-at-home order just got extended yesterday by our governor. So we're going to March. Uh, no, pff, March. See, there's no time. There's no knowledge of time right now. I'm recording this. It's April 16th. Most of us probably didn't even bother to do our taxes because <laughs> we don't have to. And I'm sitting here saying it's March when it's actually April 16th. And I know this. But time has lost all meaning. So anyway, we're we're under stay at home until May third. Yeah, what to do with all this time? Free time, extra time. Okay, I had to take a little pause there, drink some coffee. So I say free time and extra time in air quotes because how much is really free or extra? Really, if you're an hourly worker. Your time is matched to a dollar amount. You're trading dollars for hours. Your time and energy therefore means I work a whole week to afford my rent, for example. I work, you know, two days to buy my monthly groceries. In a capitalistic society, these are loaded words. They have hidden meanings. So just become aware of that. I can't tell you how many times I've thought to myself, someday, someday, I will have the time to learn this thing or that thing, catch up on reading, pick up a hobby, clean out the closet, et cetera, et cetera. So... Someday is here. Suddenly or finally, I have the time to do all this stuff I've always wanted to do if I found myself locked at home with no stimulation or <laughs> no ability to, to legally be allowed out. I guess, you know, like the whole world's under some kind of stay-at-home order. And it, it's funny because my, my coworkers and I, and, and I want to be really mindful and conscious here of the fact that I am still working and I'm very blessed, you know, to be one of the lucky ones, especially after the year I had last year. Uh, it was horrible. And, and my coworkers and I were, were talking about like, somebody brought up like, what are you doing with your time? And, and my coworker said that she's learning Greek because <laughs> she wants to retire to Greece. And, and you know, go on with your bad self. Because even if she she's saying like, that, I don't know if I'll ever retire. But if I did, this is what I would do. So she's kind of like living that dream, that fantasy life of she's going to retire and move to Greece and speak Greek and live Greek and all that. And, you know, my thing, I've been, I've been trying to learn Polish. <laughs> Just like the hardest language. I mean, I took French, Spanish, and Arabic in school. Now I'm trying to learn Polish. I can't spell anything. But it's part of my genealogy study um, and cultural study. And my God, if I learn enough Polish to be able to pronounce my great-grandmother's name, that would be great. Um, and also it passes the time. So I'm trying to learn Polish. Um, I'm going to go back to my guitar hobby, my knitting hobby. And honestly, lately it's been a Netflix hobby because I've been exhausted. So... I want to be mindful of this as I'm, you know, talking about extra time or free time or whatever because I don't think there's any such thing, and and I I I think a lot of a, a lot of people are stuck at home trying to kill time and a, out of anxiety and fear, especially if you're not working and the money's not coming in. Like we're all having a different experience with time, but I think we're all kind of having a, a similar experience too. Unfortunately, my coworkers and I still have jobs, and I remember being furloughed over the years or. I, unemployed over the years and, and filling time is horrible. Um, when you're poor, you spend all your time trying to 
go to the food bank, for example, because you have to do it certain days of the week and times and you have to bring things with you. So you qualify, even though you qualify, you have to prove, you know, and this is constant work. Like it's a full-time job to be poor. I know this, you know, I was a parasocial worker for four and a half years. I know how much time it takes to be poor, to be unemployed, to, to wait for a check, to be on SSI. Like I get this. So um, I think all the people who are saying, well, you finally have all this time. What are you going to do with it? There's a certain level of privilege those people have who are saying it. And, and I bring this up a lot on the podcast. Um, and part of living fearlessly to me and, and having at least five fearless minutes a day, which you all know this podcast is always longer than that. But, you know, part of living fearlessly is living authentically and ag- acknowledging these forces in our society that exist. And one of them is privilege. And this current pandemic that we're going through uh, really shows you who's privileged and who's not. And the people who think we all have like this privilege of having this extra time right now to learn things or have hobbies, like that's a high level of privilege at this point in America, in the world, you know, the world is going through the same thing. So, you know, just, I just want people to be aware of that before you admonish that people are wasting their time right now. It, <laughs> look at yourself, you know, acknowledge your own privilege right now, like become aware of that. So I have the privilege of being well and being able to work right now. And I am only going to work him back once in a while. I do stop for gas. Don't really have to do that that much anymore. And oh my God, side note, gas prices are the same as they were when I moved from Northern California to Phoenix, Arizona 20 years ago. Okay, gas, anyway, where I live in Kansas right now, gas is like $1.36. So we're at 20 years ago conditions (laughs) in a weird way. So I'm done with my side note now. Every couple weeks um, so far, I order gas. I've been ordering groceries to be delivered. Um, I'm not even doing my laundry anymore because if I got to work through a pandemic, I'm not doing that. So I realize that I have a lot of privilege Um, therefore I also have the privilege of not having to go anywhere right now. This, this also gives me a lot of extra time. Um, cause I'm not going to the grocery store. I'm not going anywhere near a laundry machine, a laundromat or anything like that. I am, I'm not shopping. I'm not going places. I don't have to go out to meet my needs. Um, it's, it's kind of a weird, I went from, and I'm going to be honest here, I went from practically being homeless all through 2019 to now I'm okay in a time when the world is not okay. So, and I really want to get more of those, you know, reflections or things I've learned from that experience into the, into the podcast and the blog for sure. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, but to continue with a podcast that's turning into like the fearless 15 <laughs> instead of the fearless five, um, I want to note here, there's a common and damaging assumption people love to spread. It's a common misinterpreted as motivational quote. And, and I see people say this often, and it goes like this. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And it's, it's used to shame people, I think, into to doing things. I don't know. I, I, people say it and they don't realize how stupid it is when they say it. And I used to say this, like I'm a reformed person. Okay. <laughs> I used to say stupid shit like this. Um, people say this, this quote, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. They say it in some weird tone, like it's some kind of revelation and it's not. So here's the revelation. We do not all have the same 24 hours in a day. 
Some people work two jobs to survive. Some use public transportation. Some people have disabilities, health challenges. They are time consuming. I have a friend um, who's immunosuppressed who hasn't been out of the house in 30 days. And that person does not have the same amount of time each day that I have because they're struggling with their health. Um, They have a lot of medical things that they have to take care of in the day. They rest uh, a lot. They sleep a lot. They have to spend time... um, on medical issues, booking appointments and, and, and whatnot, and dealing with doctors and prescriptions and affording all that right now. So yeah, we all do not have the same 24 hours in a day. So those with the privilege, um, you know, people with privilege have more time and that's a fact. And I just talked about how much my life has changed uh, in, in just a few months um, to where I have the privilege of, of having things delivered and not having to go out to do things right now. Um, and I'm just kind of like preserving myself and my health um, to be around as few human beings as possible since I'm one of the few people who are allowed into my workplace right now. Um, lots of privilege, right? No matter how you look at it, I, th- I know that I'm pretty privileged right now. So right now you may be finding yourself, no matter what level of privilege you do or don't have, with some time to fill. Because maybe you lack the privilege of being able to work. Um, your time is therefore filled with, you know, the tasks of survival, which is a time suck, you know. And I've, I've been there, you know. I know that time is eaten up by stress, anxiety, panic attacks, poor sleep, you know, waiting on social services to help, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it took me forever last year uh, to get through and get my food stamps. And then it took me, it took me weeks to get through to let them know that I didn't need food stamps. And now if you even get through, um, to those people, it's a friggin' miracle. And it was last year when, when things were normal in society and will never be normal again. So how much time we have, uh, to utilize as we choose has, has long been a fascination of mine. I probably need to work on a ton of content about this. Um, I spent way too much time thinking about it, but we will, we will sure, surely get into this on a future podcast when the time is right. But um, bum bum. So I think it's safe to say right now, we're all finding ourselves with this amount of time to fill that we aren't accustomed to. And maybe with or without others, um, with which to fill it, you know, whether you're, you were quarantined with people or not. Um, initially I prioritized my at home time through this pandemic last month, month ago, I prioritized my survival as I'm accustomed to do because I've been through a lot of stress in my life and have PTSD and whatnot. I'm naturally inclined to put survival first and I I prioritized (laughs) sleep and forcing some kind of food into my body. Sleep, eat, shower, go to work. Come home, shower again, sleep, eat, repeat. You know, I finally got two days off in a row at some point, which totally changed the game for me. Like I got to rest and I used it to get sucked into this genealogical research I'm doing. And actually it went surprisingly well for me for the first time in my life. I don't know why I never had a genealogical research breakthrough before, but now I am. So um, (laughs) now I'm branching out from survival and self-care into like a more nurturing self-care and for me that means like learning um to keep my brain kind of active because my brain is you know nine ten hours a day 
um, my brain is focused on the pandemic in Kansas and, and being a journalist and, and like now I'm going to go home and like maybe like try to remember, you know, the things I know about a guitar fretboard or learn how to spell Jivjenka in Polish and things like that and I'm doing Pilates at home and yoga and I'm trying to catch up on Shameless on Netflix. You know, it's you got to have some stupid... <laughs> stupid time spent just binge watching some shows did watch all of tiger king but you know trying to get into more of a nurturing self-care right now instead of survival care uh and being more in tune with like what does my body need what does my soul need spiritually what do i need emotionally what do i need and oh my god the deep work going on right now like that the self-care is amazing i'm not gonna lie that has been you know that's something i probably will get into a routine about you know, and not, not let go of when we are allowed to go out again next month, if we are, you know, I've gone from sleep, eat, shower into a new kind of like personal renaissance. And now there's like this, this, you know, few minutes of Pilates, some days of the week, (laughs) to be honest, while I wait for my coffee to brew. And there's, you know, cooking better meals at home now, not just the struggle meals to get some food into my body to survive, but I'm actually cooking decent meals now, like back to creating in the kitchen. I'm even enjoying it. I'm writing, I'm reading more. I've got a ton of library books on my Kindle, you know, you know, creating podcasts for you. You know, it's, 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 it's not to say that it's getting better though, you know, hold up. It's not like this is some great time. You know, I hate it when people say, make the best of it. You don't have to make the best of it. I see people, you know, sad that they're not going to, walk for their college graduation or high school graduation and 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 there's you know they say things like i'm trying to stay positive you know but this is happening and you don't have to stay positive right now please do not feel any pressure from this life coach right here to stay positive this ain't a positive time folks this is um this is so such a a time of i just got a text from a friend that threw me off um (laughs) Because apparently I have text on my computer now. Oh, my God. Anyway, as you can tell, it it doesn't take much to get me off track. This is going to be like a 20-minute podcast. Oh, (laughs) thank you for being here. I can't believe I can talk this long. When I write something out that's uh, 716 words for show notes um, and I get into this. But anyway, so I'm trying to tell you like this. And have I mentioned this before? Because I feel like I'm beating a drum now. But... You do not have to make the best of this time. You do not have to fucking finally use your time and learn Polish. Like, you don't have to have a hobby right now. Like, it's, you're not wasting your time right now if you're just trying to survive. I should have said that at the beginning of the podcast. Um, But yeah, let me say that again. You are not wasting your time right now. We do not... I'll have 24 hours in a day. If you're not learning French or learning how to hoop dance or I don't know, whatever random things I can think of right now that like are like hobbies, like privileged hobbies. If you're not doing that right now, if all you're doing is surviving right now through the pandemic, that's great. Like you've, you understand the point right now. (laughs) The people who are admonishing that we should all be like, learning a foreign language and having a hobby and like maybe like taking at-home ballet lessons online like those people can sit the fuck down okay (laughs) like those people need to go and (laughs) they need to shut up 
<clears throat> like they, those are the people who are like either they can't read a room or they're just dense. Um, but yeah, you're not, you're not wasting any time right now. We do not all have 24 hours in a day right now. Nobody knows what freaking day it is and nobody's even wearing pants. I know somebody who only showers once a week right now. Confess this to me. Okay. So if, if you're not even showering, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's all you can do right now, like parents, especially like who's trying to tell somebody who's a parent right now that they should be doing like a hobby or that they're wasting their time because they're not learning to oil paint right now. Like you realize that parents right now are so overburdened. Um, I know parents who are like, okay, how do I keep my head above water? Cause now I got to do my job from home with my children present and be responsible for their education. Cause you know, here in Kansas, we were one of the first States to, to close schools. Um, I've, I have friends who are losing their minds right now. Um, I can't fathom having small children at home with me, period, because I never had small children. I adopted a teenager who's now an adult. Like, I had it pretty easy. I'm going to be honest. I never was responsible for teaching her from home um, how to do school. I, you know, like, I, was, I didn't have to do – this is an unprecedented – nobody's had to do this. You know, so don't beat people up for not getting things done or not showering right now. <laughs> like, it's okay. I get it. You know, if it, it's a struggle for a lot of people right now. So, you know, I, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is, folks. You may have 30 minutes a day right now to accomplish, you know, a shit shower and shave. <laughs> I mean, and don't feel bad about it. Um, I just wanted to say that because I, there's so many people spreading some bullshit right now. You know, I see people spreading misinformation. I see people spreading toxic positivity. And I think that this is something that's part of toxic positivity. I think there's a lot of life coaches out there who are like, buy my stuff, take my class. That's not me. I'm going to be the life coach who acknowledges that we're all in a struggle, um, of some kind. You know, this may not be the time to learn something new. Um, you know, I told you I took Arabic in college. I took Arabic when my mom died. I didn't learn shit. I tried so hard for like two semesters to take Arabic and finish Arabic. I did horrible. I was grieving. I couldn't do it. I couldn't concentrate. Arabic's also really hard. <laughs> it was a whole different alphabet. But I mean, I was failing at it. Um, and I'm, I could maybe give you one sentence in Arabic right now and it would be a smart ass sentence. Um, honestly, I, I never, my handwriting was horrible. I couldn't do the great, beautiful Arabic script. I have friends who are amazing at doing it. Um, I can't do that. I tried. Um, so yeah, this isn't the time to learn a new language because you're stressed out. Your brain doesn't want to do it. Um, you know, like I, I just think people need to hold up. We need to give ourselves some grace. We need to give our friends some grace, our family. And it's a complicated time. You know, I had like maybe two days that felt good in the last 30, what, 37 days this ordeal's gone on. You know, and then something totally broadsided me and, and knocked me down. And it was something I didn't expect and it came out of nowhere. We'll probably talk about that next in the next podcast. This, this is already the longest damn five-minute podcast <laughs> I've made this week. Um, so... Uh, you know, the point is don't let people shame you into feeling less than because you're not having like this personal development renaissance right now. Like in an ideal world, I would be, I don't know what I'd be doing. 
<laughs> like doing a podcast and watching a thunderstorm form outside my window right now because Kansas, you know, and then tomorrow will be snow and next week it'll be 70. So it's just so apropos for the time we're going through. Like if you're in Kansas right now and you're experiencing the weird weather along with the weird pandemic, life is weird. Let it be weird. You know, we we don't have to make the best of things, I think. Um, I think we, if you have small children at home who are scared right now, yes, you're going to have to make things good for them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the rest of us, let's be authentic. Um, it's a tough time. Don't let people shame you into some unrealistic expectation that you're supposed to have a hobby, learn a foreign language, take a class, or make the most of things right now. Like, yeah, it just, it it's something that doesn't re- resonate with me at all, you know, so I'm not going to be that life coach who's sitting here, you know, telling you um, to have hobbies right now. That's my point. You know, I don't know what I'm going to tell you to do, to be honest. Um, I just know that that's not, or nor has it ever been my message to make the most of a shitty situation. <laughs> just let's just have a city, shitty situation. Let's just let's just be here now, live through this hour by hour, day by day, and then see who we are on the other side of this. Because one, I have no idea what happens after this. Two, I don't know when after happens. I don't know when this is over. Nobody does. You know, there's talk of a second wave. Fauci said the other day there's not going to, he doesn't think there's going to be a second wave yet. It could happen, but he's not trying to, you know, subscribe to this theory that it's going to, you know, you know, black or white happen. Uh, We're living in a gray area and people don't like that. People don't like that in American culture. We like the binary, you know, we like black or white, yes or no. We like binary here. And, uh, if you're binary dependent, <laughs> this is not going to work for, work out very well for you. You're going to be very frustrated. So, you know, whatever podcast it was um, that I talked about, like, hey, we're in a pandemic, get your shit together. Um, I should look that up really quick. Why not? Um, <laughs> because I'm already making this uh, long enough here, this podcast, which was the one, um, I did St. Patrick's day. Was that the day I talked about, uh, getting your shit together? Yes, that was it. Okay. So if you go back to fearless five podcast number 70, which would have been season two, episode five, I think I'm just going through my notes here. Um, that's the one where I'm telling you to get a grip get your shit together. We got to get through this. Um, so that was St. That was the St. Patrick's day podcast. Uh, I was just telling you like, get it together, keep it together. We're in a new world here. Um, it's weird to look at these notes now, uh, because (laughs) I didn't realize how bad this was going to get on that day. Um, I just, that was a message that I felt called to share. So today's message, I hope finds you, you know, well, and yeah, tomorrow we'll talk about the broadsided thing that just ruined, ruined my, my life after two, <laughs> the only two good days I've had in the pandemic. Um, weekends are pretty good because I sleep a lot, but I really did after cycling through all seven stages of grief rapidly in like three weeks, um, had these two wonderful good days last week. And then Wednesday happened 
and we'll talk about last Wednesday um, on the next podcast, which I do hope to record tomorrow or this weekend. Try to be more timely about it. Anyway, thank you for listening. It's supposed to be the Fearless Five, and now it's like the Fearless 30 uh, (laughs) as far as minutes are concerned. So you do whatever you need to do to take care of you today. And if people tell you to be positive or make the best of things, tell them to go fuck themselves, okay? Thanks for joining me today on the Fearless Five podcast. I'm your host, Heather Larson, and I'm a certified transformational life coach and Reiki master. I can help you push past the fear and make your dreams come true. Read today's show notes at destinyarchitecture.com, where you can also book a private session with me and get some free downloads. My free ebook is there too. It's called Time to Align. It will help you get your lifestyle on track kind of a do-it-yourself thing. So now go have a fearless and fabulous day. You deserve it. And remember, you are the architect of your own destiny.